House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and well, first let me apologize because the better half is not here today. My co-host, Wendy Gambone, is, well, I don't want to say she's traveling, but she's not available. And we all know out there, if you heard the show before, she's the brains of the organization as well as the looks of the organization. Anyway, my name is Tony Gambone. I am your host every week here on the Tough Talk Radio Network and today's show, House Talk Radio, is one of my favorite shows because it's something I know a lot about. I've been in the remodeling business off and on for 40 years. Hard to believe. I know I only look 23, but uh, next Tuesday, I think it is the 18th, I'll be celebrating 63 years of fun times on this earth. Anyway, to get some housekeeping out of the way because I'm super excited today about my guest. This is a gentleman that I've been trying to get on the air. He's a very busy guy. He's a very motivated, a very successful man. And you know that getting around people like that, you got to wait in line for a period of time. And I finally figured out how much it would cost me to get him on the air to share his information. So real excited about today's guest, A.C. Ramos here from Houston, Texas. So anyway, my name is Tony Gambone. We are part of the Tough Talk Radio Network. Uh, House Talk Radio is on every other week here on the Tough Talk Radio Network. And if you go to toughtalkradionetwork.com, you can find a list of shows and an opportunity to click on a button, fill out an app, and become a guest on our show. Super excited about every show I do. I don't know, God kind of put this opportunity in front of me to learn more and more and more. Never realized that um, doing radio shows would teach me so much. But you know what they say, if you want to be around or... They say you should be around people that are doing more than you are if you want to succeed. So if you're the smartest person in the room, uh, you're in the wrong room. So by airing these shows, I get to speak to people that are smarter than me, know more than me, and have succeeded, and have also failed and succeed. Because we all know if you're successful, you have some great failure stories. It's impossible to succeed without a failure. And I don't care who you are, that's just the way it is. So anyway, hit us up on Facebook. You can find us on LinkedIn. You can find us on, uh, geez, social media. If I just type in Tough Talk Radio Network or Tony Gambone, I'm always looking for guests that will share what they are doing in their community to help others. Now, get it right, folks, to help others. I know we're all successful in our own little way, but I'm looking for people that are servants, that are out there helping the others have opportunities to succeed because we all know Every day, we just get to swim in this pit. And, you know, if you're a self-employed entrepreneur or you're a corporate executive or you're very well off, there's always a struggle in our lives. So I'm always looking for people who can talk about how they've overcome their struggles, what they're doing on a daily basis to fight through the battles, and what it is that they're doing to succeed, their mindsets, okay, their motivation. What motivates them? So that's what I'm excited about today. I had a chance to meet this gentleman here a while back. I'm going to say a little over a year ago. Uh, I went to an, uh, an event that he was putting on, 
And actually, I think he wasn't at the event. His speakers were there. I think he was under a little bit of a health scare. And he's back and bigger than ever. So I just want to talk to you about that in a little bit. I, I want to uh, make sure that I just uh, throw one thing out there tonight. I like to throw one thing out before we start a show. If you're someone out there that's a business owner, okay, um, I know you corporate people have your own experiences, and I know our listening base is basically a lot of uh, self-employed, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. I have been targeting the real estate investment world for uh, a little over a year now, okay? Um, I thought maybe I was too old to start doing this, but I, I think you're never too old to learn and to find ways. So for me, it's all about being able to create a level of, of living that I'm already doing now as a working person. When I retire, I want to be able to still be able to do the same things. I want to be able to take my family on vacation. I want to be able to take my wife out to dinner or a cocktail whenever I want. I want to be able to say I'm not working today. I'm just going to swim in the pool, no matter whose pool it might be. I just want that freedom, right? I want that freedom. And what makes us want freedom? Well, it's dreams. And we all dream. And one of the best things about dreaming is what the dream looks like. One of the worst things about dream is have to walk it out. You got to do it, right? I kind of compare it to, to Jesus, right? You can pray all you want, but if you don't move your feet, nothing's happening. No, that sounds great, right? But at the end of the day, it's hard to drink your own Kool-Aid. So a lot of us think that way, but we don't motivate that way. So we're going to find out today from, from a guest how that all plays out what things he, he does, what he had to overcome, what he's still trying to learn, what he's teaching, and the success of it all. Now, there's a, there's a lot of information that's going to be packed into this show. So what I want you to do is grab a piece of paper or pencil, okay? I want you to check out uh, the different things that th they're going to provide for you. But I also want you to take notes, okay? Why do I want you to take notes? Well, two things. One is you'll stay plugged in, okay? Two there's an opportunity that you might read them. And three, this is the best part of it all. You might actually do something with it. So if you're in the Houston area, this is a great opportunity for you. And if you're not in the Houston area, this is even a better opportunity for you to come to Houston to meet A.C. Ramos, the CEO of Prosperity Real Estate Group. So we're going to take a real short break. We, we, you know, Somebody's got to pay for this show, right? So we're going to take a little short break. We're going to come back. We're going to bring A.C. up on the show. And we're just going to we're going to ask them all kinds of questions. So if you want to call into the show and ask questions, here's the number, 347-989-1363. Now, look, I know some of you are sneaking out to lunch or maybe you're late getting back to, to work and you don't want to listen on your phone, uh, on your computer. Dial in on your phone, 347-989-1363. You can just listen by phone. You can plug it into your car radio and listen while you're driving. If you press the number one, you could even get up on the board and ask a question. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll be talking to A.C. Ramos. Stay tuned. Did you know that an estimated 52 million Americans listened to Internet radio in the last month, or that weekly Internet radio audience has increased 60% over the last year, and that more than 8 in 10 people are online from any location. Tough Talk Radio Network is a company dedicated to providing a platform that allows opportunities for guests, hosts, and sponsors to market themselves to the internet radio media, where they can be heard by millions. To find out how Tough Talk Radio Network can help you, go to toughtalkradionetwork.com. 
All right, we're back. My name's Tony Gambone. If you missed the beginning of the show, we won't hold it against you. You can always listen to the recording afterwards and, and catch the beginning. But our guest today is a gentleman by the name of A.C. Ramos. As I mentioned, he's the CEO of the property of, I'm sorry, of Prosperity Real Estate Group. Okay, and it's a world-class organization providing education and coaching for real estate investing. Through their proven methods and proactive approach, they've guided their students uh, through the process of locating, evaluating, negotiating, financing, and on and on and on, right? Okay? Uh, We've seen a lot of these advertisements. But here's the deal. Here's what I like about AC. You could ask him any question you want. He's going to give you a truthful answer. He's a man of his word. I've, I've seen that on my own. I've actually tested it, okay? He's definitely who he says he is, and he does what he says he does. So we're going to find out all about how AC got started, what made him crazy enough to do this, and to continue doing it and start teaching it. So without wasting any time, AC, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How you doing, Tony? I'm doing awesome. And, and let me just start out by saying thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the show today and to share with our listeners uh, a little bit about you, your process, and how they can get involved in their area, whether they're here in Houston. I mean, we're not here selling the AC Ramos program. I mean, it's about they want to buy it, and, and I'm kind of a reference to it. But at the end of the day, we're selling information that they can use to best make the decisions they need to make going forward in the real estate investing world. So first thing I like to do, AC, is I like to find out where people are from. Uh, I know you're calling in from Houston. Is this where you're from originally? Born and raised uh, right outside the Heights here in Houston, Texas. T.C. Um, uh, Jester, Ella, and 610 area right there. Um, yeah, no, that's, um, that is where I'm from, Houston, born and raised, always. I don't don't think I can call anyplace else home. (laughs) Well, I tell you, I like calling it home now because I've been here 21 years, but Philadelphia is home. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I would have to say that, uh, Houston market is the best area I could have chosen, uh, as far as a, uh, entrepreneur. And uh, an investor in real estate. I mean, uh, I hate to say this out loud, but I don't know if anywhere's in the country where real estate is this affordable, in the, even in the state of Texas. It's just it's crazy, but it's there. So what I want to find out, AC, I want to get this, take the people down the road a little bit, okay? Uh, I know that we all have a past because we just didn't show up yesterday, right? So let's take them down the road. What got you into the real estate investment side of things um well actually i was coming out of prison for the second time and i all i knew that is i needed to find a way to support my family and uh let let me take it back a step actually because i had got i got entangled in some some dark stuff when i was younger and i was always a businessman just got kind of tangled up in the wrong business and uh you know, so I, I ended up going to jail for that, and then the the second time I went to jail was actually just the the, the a violation of the first time. So it was all for the same charge and everything. Uh, I wasn't really a bad person. I was already trying to, to straighten myself out. Um, but five days before I went in and turned myself in, I found out that my girlfriend, who later became my wife, was pregnant with our first child. So the, the we went to the judge, uh, the DA, everything. They ended up reducing my sentence 
to seven months, uh, from two years to seven months, so that I could be out and be in, in time to see my son be born. That was the biggest, the biggest, biggest uh, change in my, in my life. Uh, because, you know, and those of you that have children, you know, when you, when your child is born, like there, there's something that just changes inside you. You know, I mean, I, I, when it was just me, you know, I, there's there's things you'll take risks. You're not worried about it. it. It's not a big deal. But when there's somebody you care about more than you, and you really start, you know, there's somebody that's more important than you that you put your own wants, needs, and and everything in front of. That's big. And and having a kid did that for me. So all, all I knew. Once I got out, once I saw my son be born, was I never wanted to take a chance of, of doing anything wrong to be taken away or not be there for my family again. So that kind of mindset I was in at that time period, and I went to visit one of my friends, that, that the friend who I actually uh, – I, I, it was his house that we used for the, the previous business, and he said that when I went away, you know – the, the house went into foreclosure. He, his truck had got repoed. All of our friends that were supposedly our friends, you know, nobody hung out with him or us anymore. I, I was gone, so there was, they couldn't hang out with me. But they didn't, they didn't, they didn't come around no more. You know what I mean? Fair weather friends. So, um, so his house was for sale. It was going into foreclosure, and I, I ended up going over there and talking to him and. That was my first real estate deal ever. I actually uh, talked a family member into going in on that deal with me, and we purchased that house for $33,000 because there was another company there looking at it, and they offered him less than what he owed on it. And he would have he would have just he wouldn't have had any money to get an apartment or a car or anything. So, which was my main concern. I want he was my friend. I want to make sure he got a car and apartment. And uh, and that's and so I ended up talking to my family member into partnering on the house with me and. We we bought it for thirty three, which which gave him enough money to get a car and an apartment for a while, and then we put twenty two into fixing the house. So we were in for about fifty five, and uh, we sold it for eighty four thousand uh, in less than twenty or thirty days on the market. I think we we bought it in December of ninety nine, and we closed on it on March tenth of two thousand. That was my first deal ever. So uh, that's the total time period it took, but. Yeah, and that was my uh, my introductory story into real estate there. So let me ask you, AC, um, we sort of have a similar past, right? We were just on the wrong side of the real estate at the time, you know, but you have to start yeah. somewhere, right? And and coming out of, uh, of, of uh, the situation you were in, was real estate something you knew something about? I mean, was that a, a course you took while you were in, in, in lockup? Or, I mean, how did you even know to do that? You know, I, I've always been an entrepreneur in, in any kind of businesses. Um, even when I was in the, the illegal businesses, like when I was like 16 years old, I would order stuff off of infomercials, you know. And uh, I, I started a I started selling Stun guns in the newspaper through classified ads and and the and stuff like that. So I've always been an entrepreneur, and I had ordered some online books and stuff about real estate. You know, not online because that wasn't online back then. It was all like the infomercials on TV. But uh, yeah, I would uh, I would I looked into a little information about real estate. So I had just just a smidgen. All I knew was that most millionaires were created through real estate, and uh, and pretty much that was enough. For me to know that uh, if it was a vehicle good enough for them, that there that that there's a 
place for me in there. I just had to find it. What I like about this story is that, um, you know, the, the thing of it is, is um, you just tried it. I mean, like you just tried it. You, you had no fear. Um, you, you really had nothing to lose. Uh, it was definitely a better situation than where you were coming from. And I think having a child coming uh, makes us think a little bit differently, like you said. So, you know, try to do the right thing. Um, but I also want to blame the Lord a little bit because, you know, he kind of seems to control us, right? And he just gave you an opportunity to see what you could do. And then it was up to you to continue doing it. So when you did your first deal and that all went through and you got done high-fiving each other, freaking out over that whole thing, I'm sure it was a freak-out moment. What, how did, where, tell us, take us down that path, where it went from there. <clears throat> well, that was that was my first rehabbing deal. So, literally, I, I got out in June of uh, June of '99. Uh, we bought that house in December of '99, um, and we rehabbed it and sold it March 10th of 2000. And we made about thirty something thousand dollars on that one. So that was our first deal. That enabled us to continue flipping. So. All I knew was about the, the rehabbing side of the business at this point because all I knew was buy, fix it, sell it, and make money. So we continued to do that. My, my aunt was the person who was my funding partner. She was the one who uh, – she's more like my mother than anything, my Aunt Lucille. Like, um, she, she's the one that's always believed in me and always been there for me even though probably everybody else in the family told her she shouldn't be. <laughs> but, uh, but she was the, always the one that was there. She was more like my mother than an aunt. You know, So um, she was my – like the one that went in on the houses with me. So we continued to do that. And we did that till 2003 where we bought a house and we went a little overboard on the rehab. Uh, first of all, it needed more repairs on the foundation. The foundation was way more jacked than we expected. So that cost us a lot more than expected. And then we over rehabbed it, which was uh, a pretty beginner mistake. You know, we were, we were pretty new still in the first few years. Um, we put a little more into the rehab than we should have. And didn't check it out fully, do our due diligence as good as we could have when we bought it. So we ended up having to sell that property owner finance, which owner finance means that you're not getting paid right now. <laughs> so it means you sold it, but you're not getting paid. It's like you're getting paid like rent, like a little bit of money every month. But when they cash out is when you're going to get their big chunk. So we, we were going to cash out in four years. So for a business that revolves around having the capital to buy the properties, fix them up, and put them back on the market, essentially my, my business was dead in the water. And what I realized at that point was I had built myself a really good-paying job, but still it, was, it wasn't secure like I thought it was, right? You know, um, It was still dependent upon other stuff. So. So really, I built myself a job where every three, four, five, six months, we, you know, we sell a house and we get a good paycheck. But then we live on that while we're doing another property, and then so on and so on. Well, this time there was no more money coming, so we're stuck out. You know, everything starts to collapse. This is where me and my wife and my first son, we were living in a uh, a townhouse. We actually ended up losing the townhouse. We had to move into a storage room, literally a storage room behind my family member's house. Um, it was a nice storage room, don't get me wrong. It had, like, carpet and air conditioning, So, it was, but it was a 12 by 12 storage room. Still had to move the, 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 the lawnmower, the weed whackers, everything out to be able to <laughs> put the, the futon and everything in, you know. So it, it literally was a shed in the backyard. And we stayed there for, like, 
six months or so, eight months, and one day in there, I, I saw an infomercial, like one of those infomercials on TV that like I was telling you before that I had got a little bit of information from, and this one was like, do you want to learn to flip houses with no money, no credit, no brains, no experience? And, and that, to me, I was like, that's perfect. That's me. I have no brains. I have no experience. I live in a storage shed. <laughs> how, much, how much more could this be of me? <laughs> so, uh, so I, again, here I go to my aunt and talked her into going to this class with me. And uh, so we go to this class, and then they're telling us about, oh, you can learn how to flip houses with no money. And if you go to this one three-day class over here, to, like it was like $25,000, $30,000 or something like that, uh, to go to this three-day class. And I was looking at my aunt, and I was like, dude, we already know how to flip houses. We can just figure out how to do the, the no money down way. You know what I mean? Like, we can do this. We can do this. Um, you know, so she actually – she didn't have enough to pay for the whole class. And so we were trying to talk to the guy, and they were, like, telling us the prices. And I was like, man, yeah, I, I thought I was out of luck because, like, she just didn't have that. And he said – while we were walking away, he called us back and said, hey, man, I'll tell you what. We can give you one class, uh, but you got to put $11,000 down right now. And my aunt actually, I mean, she, she called her boss first, but she, her boss allowed her to put that charge for the down payment on his American Express card, which in 30 days she transferred over, she was going to transfer over to her American Express card. So that would give me 60 days to be able to make the, the payment back uh, with whatever we learned as a class. So, uh, so that's how much she believed in me, which uh, I, I don't know why, but she did, and I'm, I'm glad she did. And I just know we went there, and that was a life-changing experience for me. You know what I mean? Like learning how to do real estate literally with no money because I was doing the fix and flip. You got to buy the house. You got to fix it. I just couldn't figure out what this no money way was, and it ended up being wholesaling and assignment contracts, and that changed my life. Wholesaling changed my life more than more than rehabbing. Rehabbing can make bigger bucks. Uh, land, even rentals, you know, that's where your wealth is built. That's where your true wealth is built is, is holding rental properties. But wholesaling changed my life, and I think it, it, it it's an ability to change a lot of people's lives because when you have nothing is when you are the most vulnerable or you think you're the most vulnerable, right? You, or you, you are – at your lowest point or your least amount of resources, right? So when somebody says they have nothing, I say, well, I lived in a storage shed. And, you know, I mean, like, tell me something. Tell me what, where, were you, where, were you, where are you at? You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, like, and, and not that, that you can't be in a worse situation or something, but I'm just saying, like, you have to have something – pretty bad going on and even if it's pretty bad i'm still going to tell you there's a way out of it you got to just put the work in and the effort in and wholesaling can be that vehicle but you know that's what i love about it and that's why it's so life-changing is because literally you could do it with no money down no money out of your pocket so let's let's talk about that because we see a lot of uh you know if you're if you're listening to the show and you're a money a property investor or you're looking on Google for property investment things to call into the show. And if you want to ask AC a question, it's three, four, seven, nine, eight, nine, one, three, six, three, press one. But let's, let's just talk about, um, 
you know, the different things, you know, wholesaling. Now, I'm going to use myself as an example because I'm probably the best example for most people out there. I've been in the remodeling business here in Texas for uh, 21 years. I don't know if there's anything from the fence to the mailbox that I can't make look brand new or never been damaged. But that is one phase of the operation, okay? It's an important phase if you want to be the remodel guy for all the uh, home uh, housing uh, investors. But if we talk about wholesaling, and you and I spoke about this before, and my son has been pounding this into my head as well, but, you know, we never listen to our children, right? But he said, wholesaling <laughs> is, is the best way to go because you're not out of pocket anything. So, I mean, there's a lot of things. There's maybe six or seven different things that you have to do in, in a step-by-step procedure, you know, motivated seller, great deals, properties on the contract. It sounds great, right? I mean, your story Sounds great now that you're not in a storage shed anymore, okay? But for those people out there that are living in a 2,000-square-foot house, going week to week on their paychecks, they feel like they're in that same storage unit that you were talking about. And maybe they didn't have to go spend time in an an institute like you did, but the institute that they go to work to every day could be the same comparison in their minds. So let's take them through the steps. So you want to be a wholesaler. And you want to find out more. The Internet makes everything available, which is good and really bad, okay? Because the Internet is going to tell you what you can do, but they're not going to tell you the mistakes they made because they've never done it. So I'll give you, for instance, I did a kitchen one one month, uh, about five, six months ago, and we put granite in, and the lady said the granite's not installed properly. And I said, well, ma'am, I, I think it is. I've been using the same granite guys for almost 15 years. And she said, well, I looked it up on Google, and Google says, I said, no kidding, Google's working in the area? Oh, I wonder if I could get them to do a job for me. But the fact of the matter is Google's never done a job. It's just gone by what somebody typed in there. So what I would like to do is find out, okay, some of the steps. Now, I know that they could go uh, right directly to prosperitygroup.com and and look up AC Ramos and your team and we haven't even talked about your one of your beautiful partners okay the one that makes you look so good um, but the thing of it <laughs> is is they have opportunity to do that right now but let's take them to a, a little bit more of a reality I like to live in reality space AC so I could go wholesale houses. Uh, okay, but isn't everybody doing that? And uh, I see all these advertisements, and you know, I just don't think I'm cut out for it. So let's just go through the basic, simple steps to see if you, in your mind, would be good at wholesaling. Like, what do you tell people? Because not everybody's a fit. I think everybody can be a fit. I think everybody, it's about mindset. Because just think about it like a garage sale. If you're at a garage sale, I mean, and most of the properties that we're buying are, are, we don't buy houses from people that want to sell houses. We buy people from people that have problem situations and need to sell houses that we can provide solutions to. And, and that's the difference because, and, that, and that's kind of the garage sale mentality is, is like that we're getting it at a discount because it needs repairs. It has, uh, you know, either, you know, some kind of issues, you know what I mean, like um, like repair issues or financial issues with the seller. You know, there's something going on. We're not really dealing with just the everyday seller that's going to list with a a real estate agent. Uh, We are actually providing solutions to people who most of the time the realtors cannot or or don't want to deal with the properties that are 
full of dog urine and, and cat poop and sometimes human feces. You know what I mean? We've come across houses where there's humans living in there and, and, and very bad situations and feces is all over the house, you know, and these people are living like that, you know. So we're, we're providing solutions. And I think when you think of the garage sale mentality, it's not like you have – you're not going to get – it's not that you're trying to get rich on anything, but if you find a book at a garage sale that you know is, you could sell it a, a, to, a, to a book collector, you just happen to know – I'm just using this as a random example. So it's just say that you knew books. You're at a garage sale, and you're like, man, I know that book. I could sell to this book collector for $10, and I could buy it right now for 6 and make $4. You know what I mean? So if you could get a house under contract for $60,000 and know that you could wholesale it for you know, $70,000 to, to an investor who buys houses for a living just like the book collector buys books knows the value and what they got to do to to restore the cover of the book or whatever the same thing with the person who's buying the house they know what they got to put into it to bring it back to market and what what they need to margin on it and uh and you make your money just by squeezing out that little bit of a spread Hmm. so once again you make it very easy to understand but i'm going to play the other side of the coin uh, because there's more of those people than than people like yourself and I. And I want people to know out there, I've been uh, trying to do this in real estate investing for just about, I think it's maybe 13 months now. I have not done a deal. I have, uh, I've, I've tried different things off and on through my office, not through me. Uh, and, uh, I, and, I, and I pay for a program. Okay, because I'm totally transparent here, AC. Because I know you are as well. Oh yeah. And, and let me let me tell you why I haven't done a deal yet. One is because I have a remodeling business, and this is a great excuse because we all have really, 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 really good excuses why we don't do things. But it's just spelled the same <laughs> excuse, right? So the thing of it is, is I have a remodeling business, and I'm trying to keep business going because the mailman keeps coming to my house with bills. Blah 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 blah. But Pretty much, if I was to stop and focus on real estate, and, and in the last three weeks, I have looked at eight properties, okay? And I was talking to you about this before the show, AC, like, you know, there's the hard money side of things, and there's all this other part over here. And I really know that, that I can tell you the cost of the remodel by peeking in the window. So there's areas where I'm weak at. But there's ways to overcome that, and that is by partnering with someone that has had an experience at it. Um, and, and you have to, you know, you have to trust someone somewhere along the line to do that. So my goal is to do a deal this year. Okay. That doesn't sound like a pretty big goal. Okay. One deal, that's it. But I know that I could spend three months rehabbing a house after I figure out how to get all the money, and do all that part of it and then sell it. Right. Well, now I'm working for myself, but just a, I just have a better job, right? But if I wholesale three houses in a year, it could take me anywhere from four to 30 days because that's usually your contract time, right, 30 days. And I could make the yep. same amount, if not more. But one, of the, one of the really things I want you to talk about, AC, is if you're wholesaling houses, could you explain to people how you cannot lose any money? 
Oh, yes. That's, that's one of the reasons it's my favorite. Is, so technically, when you're wholesaling a house, you are, you are getting the property under contract. Uh, that's the purchase contract that you have with the original seller of the property. So if the seller's selling you the property for $50,000, you get the contract for $50,000. Um, we don't usually put much earnest money, you know, sometimes zero, five, ten dollars um, You know, we usually try not to put earnest money or too much earnest money. Um, but if they ask for it sometimes and we know it's a really good deal, we will go up. But you just want to make sure it's a good deal before you put any substantial amount of earnest money. Um Usually, you don't want to put more than a hundred bucks or something at first. So you're you're limited. You may have you may risk like five, ten, a hundred bucks or something like that. But you're limited. Now you have the property under contract, and if you have it under contract at the right price, now all you are doing is you are offering your rights to that contract, that original purchase contract, for a fee. So you're not really flipping a house. You're flipping a contract. You're flipping paper. So you, you're just selling your rights to the original contract. So say, um, say I have a – you just said you're, you're looking for a house to remodel and, and, and you, you know, you're wanting to do some wholesaling. Say I, I – you know, my guys are always coming across deals. Say later today I come across a really good deal, and I, I call you and say, hey, Tony, you, know, you said you were looking for a good deal to rehab. Man, I got one right out here in your area that you're looking for. And it's ARV is X and blah, blah, blah. And I will sell it to you right now for $70,000. Does that sound like a good deal to you? And then you go check it out and you come back and you say, wow, AC, you know, $70,000 sounds like a good deal for that house. I'll take it because I, I, I'm going to end up making 30000 by the time I'm done with it. And then I'll meet up with you and I'll have my original purchase contract and say I got the original purchase contract at 60000 and then I say, okay, well, I'm giving this to you, this my rights to you to this other contract for ten thousand dollars. So then you would you would sign the other contract saying that I would get my ten thousand dollars at closing, uh, and maybe some earnest money right now. Um, but pretty much at closing, you would get possession of the house. The seller would get their sixty thousand, and I would get my ten. Okay, so sounds easy enough, um, and. I'm going to stay on the other side of the coin, AC, just so you can prove things differently than people are thinking without, because of course we just don't know what we don't know. Right. So, um, yeah. so I'm not a realtor, so I, I know nothing about real estate, even though that's probably a good thing. Um, there are different <laughs> things to look, there's different things to look out for, like, right. So like a contract, how do I get that? Uh, or, um, earnest money, you know, uh, What's that about? It? What about if someone comes along and puts an offer down, and you know maybe they have to put three to five thousand dollars down to secure the spot to purchase the house, and it's non-refundable. So let's say that the deal doesn't go through, and you get to keep that money. Do you have to give it back to that person, or did I just make five thousand dollars? If the buyer that we were selling the property to does not go through with the closing, we get to keep whatever earnest money we had from them up front. Uh, so, yeah, so they have skin in the game. If they, if they do not come through, they do lose their earnest money. What is the average earnest money if I'm – so I, I put a contract with the house, and I'm out soliciting a buyer. Uh, I've seen stuff from two to $5,000. Is that kind of an average, or what do you recommend? Yes. I mean, we, we like to ask for – we used to ask for a thousand, 
then a, a few people started like say, oh, they put a thousand dollars down, and then we had like one or two people like actually back out. So I was like, wow, that's, that must not be enough skin in the game then. So we raised it, and uh, and we do like three to five thousand now, depending mm-hmm. on the assignment amount. So the larger the assignment amount, the larger the earnest money that we collect because uh, the larger the assignment amount means we have more at risk. So we want to make sure that they have more skin in the game. Uh, just recently, I and the reason I changed this is because I had somebody kind of strong on me at the last minute on a on a deal. We were making twenty four thousand dollars on an assignment fee. And then at the last minute, and I know they probably would have closed even at the twenty-four thousand, but they were just trying to, to to scare me or scare our team and everything. They're like, "Hey, we're not going to close unless y'all do it for sixteen. The day of the closing, and uh, I had only got five thousand dollars earnest money from them or three thousand dollars earnest money from them. So, uh, so what we did now is we decided on assignments over ten, over fifteen thousand, over ten thousand, like that. We're gonna get we're gonna get ten thousand dollars earnest money if it's over like a fifteen thousand dollar assignment fee or something. Uh, that way, if if they want to back out, we got we got most of our assignment fee right there, and then we could uh, go ahead and pass it on to a backup buyer if we needed to. But if it that puts us in a bad situation, so we need to make sure that we are covering ourselves in those. Does that make sense? Covering ourselves in those yeah. situations. Yeah. Absolutely. So an assignment fee is. Just so everyone out there, if, if you're new in, in, in this area of, of work, an assignment fee is the deal I make with the, the homeowner when we sign a contract to, to let me have that opportunity for, I believe it's 30 days to wholesale their house, correct? Yeah, the, the, the purchase contract. Hang on, say that again? So I go over to Mr. Jones and, and, and I ask him if he, he's motivated to sell his house. We, we, we get a contract, which we're going to talk about contracts next. We get a contract in place, and the assignment fee is, is going to be with the money I'm giving to him, or is it the no, money the that the buyer is giving to what the buy, So you have the purchase contract with the original seller. The assignment mm-hmm. fee is what you're making on it for selling the contract. So whoever your investor buyer is, they're going to pay the assignment fee, and you as the wholesaler will receive the assignment fee. Got it. Okay, perfect. So I just want to make sure that this is a lot to absorb. And, And, folks, if you really go to Tony Gambone's Facebook page or Tough Talk Radio Network's Facebook page and request AC to come back on the show, I know we can just keep drilling down and drilling down and getting some good information, at least good enough for you to go and visit one of his events that he has two or three times a month here in the Houston area. So let's talk about that contract. I mean, do I, if I'm not a realtor, I mean, where do I go to get that? Can you get it at Kinko? I mean, how do you get it? Um, actually that, that contract right there is one that we have made up for, for our use and you can get it at prosperitygroup.com forward slash resources. And uh, I will make sure that one is up there for you to be able to grab. Okay. And, and, and so is this something I have to have a lawyer look over? Um, if I don't go to prosperity group to get it, um, is it something I can draw up myself? Is it something you can get off a track? When you, um, when you are a principal, so the, the thing is with, with contracts and everything, and you can always uh, check with lawyers. Just to, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not representing myself as a lawyer or anything, so it's just a disclosure. But um, when, you're, when you're 
when you are buying real estate for yourself, you are the actual principal. You are the person, the principal in the transaction. Uh, technically, you and the other principal can write up your contract without any lawyers or anybody else involved because it's a principal-to-principal transaction. So you are able to write up your own contracts in those situations. Awesome. But we have these that we provide that we have written up for ourselves. Okay. And and so it's all it's it's a legitimate thing because it's too, it's just like you were selling me your car, and we had, we yes, we made exactly. a deal and we put it in writing and as long as we stuck to the deal, no one's going to be held liable for anything because the the deal was written out on paper. Oh, they are completely legal and binding. I had a contract in 2015, uh, and the seller decided that they just didn't want to go to closing. And then just about six months ago, they decided they wanted to sell. And my, 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 were they surprised that they still had to pay me. Because hmm. they, they just hmm. felt like they would, oh, we just decided we don't want to sell. No, that's a legal and binding contract. You can't tell me you're going to sell me your house, have me go through all my due diligence. I'm ready to buy. Literally, I was ready to purchase this house back in 2015. I had my loans ready. I was ready to rehab it. And then they just, they just said, oh, never mind. We're not going to close. And then they just thought that it would just go away. So I, I had to file a memorandum on it because it is a legal and binding contract. And then uh, and I was compensated uh, just about six months ago for that, all the way back in 2015. Hmm. So, you know, AC, time goes fast on these shows. And there's so much information. Um, I know that you have events at, at your uh, at your uh, your training center. And I know that it's in, in the Houston area. Is it, I believe you have uh, daily webinars or weekly webinars, but you have a networking event. Is it is the second or third Thursday of the month? Is that? It is I, the second I, Thursday. It's actually tomorrow uh, at okay. our office right here at 5700 Northwest Central Drive, uh, 77092, um, over here off of 290 Hollister area, Tidwell area. Um you know, we're kind of behind the Tinseltown movie theater, but man, we're going to have free food, free beverages. We're going to have cheeseburgers, hamburgers, tacos. Uh, I, I got, I got everything being catered tomorrow. So if anybody wants to come out to the networking event and hear some more about real estate and just kind of hang out, we're, we're going to have all that going down tomorrow. And so if you're a newbie, this would be a good opportunity for you to come in and learn about what you guys provide. But what if you're someone that's been doing it like myself for a year or so and, you know, you're still out on the fence. You haven't done anything that you want to brag about. So, you don't, you know, is there other areas there where they can learn different things as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we have we will have all our vendors out here. You know, we have Jet Lending, ILS. We have, uh, um, oh, Patriot Title. I mean, we have, you know, there, I mean, we have so many vendors that are going to be out here that help us put out all of this food and beverages for everybody also. So they give out lots of good information. Uh, our vendor of the month will be uh, speaking also, so they'll be giving some good content. Um, we have different vendors that come up and actually, they actually do trainings on different subjects. So they're going to be doing trainings on those subjects. We're going to be having our mastermind with all of our elite, uh, more elite coaching program students. And then we have our general information for anybody that just wants to know what is real estate, what is wholesaling, and is it something that I might be interested in? Hmm. 
Awesome. I highly recommend going to it. Unfortunately, I don't get there every month. Uh, I blame it on the drive and the time. And if you give me some more time, I have a couple other excuses as well. But once again, excuses are excuses. If you're serious about doing something like this, the opportunity is there. And it's right in front of you. You could always go if you know, uh, to prosperitygroup.com, and you can uh, learn more. You can see more. You can search. Uh, you can even search on the Internet. I, I haven't seen anything written badly about this organization because I know it's the first thing people do. Uh, and like I said, you know, I, I've uh, spent time with AC, uh, not as much as I'd like to, but uh, he is who he says he is, and he does what he says he does. And uh, that's one of the requirements for me to do a radio interview like this here. I have to I have to know that your integrity is in the right spot because, well, that's the most important thing to me in life. And we're all in business if you're either married or have a job, you're in business. I'm telling you, if you're raising children, you're in business. But what I look at is continuing a lifestyle down the road that would make sense to me to be able to enjoy what I enjoy now. And I think one of the only ways to do that is to have another stream of income, which you're not trading time for dollars. And I see that this is a really good opportunity. And I have met people uh, in, uh, that AC has introduced me to that have been doing this a short period of time and that are starting to climb up the ladder. I've met people there that are a husband and wife that one's already quit their job because it's doing well. But one of the things that you have to really, really consider is this isn't something that you can just dip your toe in every three months and expect to, you know, hit something big. Okay. You have to you have to fish all day long. You got to be committed to it, okay? And if it's a part-time thing, you have to commit a certain amount of time through your week to do these things. And AC, talk about uh, if they were to come down and do training with you, what kind of support do you give to people? Oh man, you know, I, I feel like we give a lot of support um, for for the especially for the type of business we're in because. We actually do the business. I mean, I mean, you know yourself. Like, my office is where my office is, and I'm at my office a lot of days of the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't run. I don't hide. Uh, you know what I mean? I, and like you said, I try, I try to I, – I hold myself up to where I, I'm, I appreciate what you say because that means a lot to me because I try to do what I say I'm going to do, and I try to be who I say I am. So that means a lot to me, and, and that's pretty much just it. I think that's – that's the support we offer. We're here. We have our masterminds. We have our, our, our weekly webinar training. We have our monthly mastermind where we actually get together in person. We have our, we have an, an elite mastermind mixer where we get together at a, like a local restaurant bar type thing with all our group. And it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily talking about real estate. It, it always ends up being about real estate, but it's about being with like-minded individuals that are doing the business and actually doing what you're interested in doing and, and different levels of it. Some are already started. Some are just starting. Some are, some have made millions already, you know? So it just kind of depends on where they're at and you get to mix with all those people. And then we do our property tours where once a month we go out in the field to one of our construction sites or our rental properties or something like that, that we're working on and kind of break it all down, how we got it, how we found it, what we're doing to it. Um, we, you know, we, we get, we really get into the rehab nuts and bolts of it on those kind of tours. So th- I think mm-hmm. that's really the biggest thing is that we're really doing the business. So you can go to our properties with us and check it out, you know, and see the real life 
action going on and we have wholesale going on every day. So you see our marketing and, and, and I really think that that's the, the biggest support is that we do it and that you can see we do it. You can be in the same atmosphere that we're doing it in. And I think that breeds repetition and breeds, you know, the same results. So we're almost out of time. And I, I, I just have two more questions for you. Okay. One, I try to get this from everyone that I interview. I want, so for those real estate investors, wannabe investors, longtime investors, I need something for 2019 that you feel is important enough to share with everyone that's kind of a thing that's just keep popping up in front of you, either a beware or be smart about things. You know, for for 2019, I mean, like, as be aware of the market because we – and be aware of where you're at because, like, we are in – I mean, I'm in Houston. You're in Houston, and anybody that's listening that's in Houston, take advantage of that. Uh, they widened the Panama Canal, which means that our port is – is getting more business. We're overtaking. I think we may have over overtaken what New York is the second largest port, or or, or one of them. I think is New York. So, because now we cut off them having to go all the way to New York, and they can come to the Houston port, which means more businesses are coming to Houston. Which means what? More people are coming to Houston. There's. They say there's about a thousand people a day moving to Houston. What does that say for our housing? It's going to be strong for a while because if a thousand people a day are moving to this to this area, it's because of jobs. They're moving here because of the jobs and and the economic stability. So we're going to have we are projected to be in the top twenty uh, the top five markets. So Houston's in the top one of the top five markets, um, along with San Antonio, Dallas. So San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston are like at the top five or projected to be in the top five economic markets for the next 25 years yeah yeah and that means it's crazy that's that's pretty good well i know that the that port of freeport right and you mentioned the panama canal and i was at a chamber meeting uh two months ago where they were talking about the port of freeport which is 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 you know you have the port of houston port of freeport it's closer to get to it but the thing of it is when it's completed, it will be able to bring through whatever goes through the Panama Canal will be able to come through the port of Freeport. And I got to tell you, the oil companies are all over that just with natural gas and stuff. So a lot of jobs are coming. And this is a land of opportunity. So uh, one last question, AC, is uh, are we going to be able to talk you into coming back on the show? <laughs> Anytime, anytime. Because there's a lot of stuff that people have not, we haven't even covered. And I don't want to give away your programs, okay? But I do want to make sure that people understand that they go to prosperitygroup.com, okay? And they're not in the city of Houston. If you reach out to AC, he'll connect with you, okay? Um, and if there's any other questions that you have for him, uh, you, connect with them. Get with them on social media. If you're in the area, go down to the event and, and meet him face-to-face. You're going to find out he's a regular guy. You've heard his story, okay? 
And what I like about him, I told you about his integrity. One of the things that I know for sure, when people are transparent about their past, there's nothing that they're going to hide about their future. So, AC, I can't thank you enough for being a guest on our show today. I look forward to having you back. I look forward to seeing you soon. Man, thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me on, man. All right. Folks, we're going to take a short break. I'm going to come back. We're going to wrap up the show. And uh, I want to make sure that you go to prosperitygroup.com. Okay? Check it out. Connect with them on social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever you have your connections. I'm sure you can find them. Just type in Prosperity Group on the Internet search, and you'll find them. We're going to be right back after this short break. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. All right. Okay, folks, listen. Great interview today. If you missed it, shame on you. I'll be sending it out. It's on Facebook. You can go to Tony Gambone or you can do a Tough Talk Radio Network Facebook page. Um, you can just go to prosperitygroup.com. There's all kinds of ways. Email me, info at toughtalkradionetwork.com. I'll personally do an introduction to you and AC Ramos and the Prosperity Group. So much more to talk about. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, go to uh, housetalkradio.com. We have other shows on the network. You can go to, uh, let me slow down a second. You can go to toughtalkradionetwork.com, see the list of shows, click on register to be a guest, and bring your information to to the airwaves. We're so appreciative, especially thanks to God for allowing me to do this. Thanks to AC for being a part of this and doing what he's doing. And I hope that everyone will take an opportunity sit down today and think about their exit plan, okay? What are they going to do in the future? What's going to comfort them to live in the same lifestyle? Oh, maybe you have money in the stock market. Well, I don't know. That might work. Maybe you have money buried in the backyard. Mm, that would probably work. But what about real estate? Have you thought about it? I know that to me, it's probably one of the things that no one can really lose out on. Now, it might slow down, but it always picks back up. Make sure to join, join us every Wednesday for House Talk Radio. This is our show for today, and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. That's this week's episode of House Talk Radio, brought to you by the Talk Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to be a guest of the show, go to housetalkradio.com. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us next week for another episode.